Uh, good evening. Hey. Hey. Um, uh, before the lights were, I, I can't see most of you now. Um, but before the lights came on, I worked out I pretty much know all of you. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, back to mine later. <laughs> uh, so thanks for coming. Um, thank you very much. Um, this is this is going to be uh, for those of you who are at the spoken word. This is going to be different. There's going to be somebody else interrupting me. Um, <laughs> Uh, but um, uh, for those, so um, by by round of cheer, bollockers. Yay! By round of cheer, people who don't listen to the podcast. Yay! Fair enough. Uh, I'll take that. And by round of cheer, who's not here? Five people apparently. Um, and when you've only sold twenty-five tickets, that's a lot. Uh, but fuck it, let's carry on. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's address the elephant in the room, or as he is otherwise known, friend of the show, all the way from Texas via Dublin, Godless. He's, he's here. He's here. He's real. He's not just me putting on an American accent. <laughs> You don't want to hear me try to do my Irish accent. So no. Hey, everybody! Hey. You have no idea how freaked out I am. Um, yeah, not half as freaked out as he was when I suggested this. I think it took me about a day to say yes. Yeah, but the whole time I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, that won't be so bad. Yeah, all right, I can see that, no problem. And then it's like the two weeks leading up to getting here. I'm like, oh my god, I don't think I have crapped. <laughs> <laughs> which, which for you is a kind of opposite state, isn't it? It really? is. It totally is. Like, I'm totally irregular, but I've been doing this like intermittent fasting thing, which is so cool because it used to be that I was like just skipping meals, but now it turns out I'm intermittent fasting, which is like a totally different perspective on the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or that's another word it's called. Pat, um, Pa- uh, paralyzing nerves. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, let me give you a rundown of. Um, I, this feels so much like the two Ronnies. It's untrue. Um, uh, one of the old people there, which is all of you. Which, which is all. Of you. Um, yeah, save your heckling for being funny. Um, so, uh, here's your um, here's your rundown, kids, of what's going to be happening. Um, we uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five topics. Okay. Well, first off, we're going to be uh, we're going to be starting with uh, uh, our 2018 albums of the year. Um, in between that, there's going to be three topics that we're going to discuss that we will we'll, we'll get to one by one, and we'll move on when we feel that we've properly discussed them. So we might not get through all three. Welcome, welcome, come in. Sorry. No, it's, 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 it's alright. It's not class. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. You're late. You come, you don't come, you roll up after an hour. No, don't give a shit. <laughs> um, yeah, this is like college. It's like le- we're lecturers, right? Well, you're dressed as a lecturer. Uh, or, or, or lecturers. I'm not quite sure which one it is. Sorry. Anyway, um, so we're going we're gonna to do 2018 album of the year. We're going to finish off with 2019 predictions. In between the three topics to cover, but we might not, you know, actually get around to co- covering all three. Um, now, as I think it said on the uh, on the poster or on the um, uh, the promotional stuff that comes with this, um, it, it's not. It, it, we are. We will finish up with a kind of Q and A, but essentially, it is the whole night. It, it is a Q and A. So, if at any point that you want to make a contribution, don't shout out. Stick your hand in the air. 
and we will get to you as soon as we can. Yeah, if we can see the end. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and see you all. Okay. So, so at some point, it's it's, it's five pound a picture, madam. Um, um, Got to make money where you can, uh, as all you patrons know. Um, so, <laughs> five dollars a month. Five dollars a month for that shit. Thanks. Um, uh, yes, yes. Uh, hand up already. Yes, Maz. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. <laughs> and to be fair, you're the last row I can see. Anyone behind you, wave your arm and shout, and we'll, and we'll get to you. So anyway, if at any point you want to, you do want to join in, you've got a question, stick your hand in the air. We will get to you. Leave your hand in the air, and we will get to you. But it, it's, it, you know, if, if you're just shouting out, it's gonna, it, you know, you can throw the discussion, whatever. Okay. So um, we will, you know, we'll, we'll get started, shall we? Yeah, we you know that's not going to work, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice positive attitude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, first of all, uh, we're going to start with, um, as we would always start an episode, well, we, as I would always start an episode of the podcast, um, or Bolocast, if you will. Um, we're going to start out with what's been happening in the world of metal this month. So, um, first up, um, Stone Sour have a ton of ideas for the next album, right? Well, that makes a change, doesn't it? Because four, al four albums in, I'm yet to hear one fucking original idea. I mean, Corey Taylor is an absolute legend, but when it comes to Stone Sour, it is the biggest pile of derivative average bollocks I have ever fucking heard. What is that a glamour headline? I mean, it's like, oh, they're they're thinking about maybe going into the studio. Those are the kind of headlines. All no, 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 but Blabbermouth, don't, they, and this is some this is interesting actually because I was going to mention this. Blabbermouth don't do headlines. Blabbermouth don't. What Blabbermouth do is they post online PR. That's it. So PR agencies send them press releases and they take those press releases and they put them up. Sometimes, admittedly, they do, they do troll YouTube because they've lifted a couple of my quotes from podcasts and your quotes from when you used to be successful. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, I don't know why I'm standing so, so does, Corey, does Corey Taylor like, call up his PR agent and be like, I had another idea? No. You know, and then like she gets like so many of those phone calls, like, oh god, I gotta put out a press release. <laughs> well, that, it, well, the thing is, how many ideas he's had. Well, the thing is that, that it, it can be a press release, or it could be an interview that he's done and blabbermouth yeah. and blabbermouth lifted. Like it no. might have been, and it wasn't said by Corey Taylor, it was said by another member of the band. Oh, like somebody's asking Corey Taylor about Stone Sour. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, well, we all still remember his quote about the last album. This is amazing. We've captured lightning in a bottle. Don't you mean another average album? You know. I feel so bad because I, I, I think I, I don't know if I've ever admitted this publicly, but I don't think I've ever heard a single note of Stone Sour. I've never, like, just put on Stone Sour. Anytime I want to hear Corey Taylor, I just go, you know, Slipknot. Yeah. I'm done. Good. Yeah, I don't mean, we, 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 we done. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just starting to take the Is there anything like really like redeeming about Stone Sour? I, mean, I don't know, because I, I, nobody's ever even sold me on the idea that you got to try this. You know, it's always I've been... I've never heard it. Yeah? No, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's just not worth listening to, frankly. It's the rock equivalent of beige. beige. <laughs> 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 right, shut up, Pete. You're not allowed to be funnier than us. <laughs> 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 Thanks for coming by. Well, you got it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you do have to appreciate the side project. 
No, no, not you with your well, banner. No, 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 no. Actually, it's funny you should say that because that leads us on to our next topic. The next topic is Nightwish singer um, Tarja Turnan on the benefits of being a solo artist. There's nobody telling me what I should do. Yes, that's why it's going to be shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, as, people, as people vouch, so half the point of, an, of, of why uh, bands spend their entire times arguing and eventually split due to creative differences is it's for the greater good. Yeah. It's about keeping egos in check. That's how a band works. The minute, you, the, minute you have, yeah, the minute you have a fucking solo pile of shit, I mean, <laughs> without wanting to throw too many stones, Soulfly, anybody? <laughs> oh, really? Come on. Really? Come on, you're not allowed to talk bad about Max Cavalera. It's just, it's just after it. Are you a Soulfly fan? Sepulchre, Doctor, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the that's point. Max has never written a riff that can't be improved by Andreas. Simple as that. Right? And, and, and that's, that's just, it's just a fact. It's just, and he refused, I mean, and he was too busy to guest on our new album, so he's a <laughs> uh, he's not. Gloria wrote me a really nice email saying that. That's, I told her the story because when when I did the uh, when I did the interview with him, give me a big hug and uh, and uh, he, was, he was saying I uh, I think if any of you heard it, he was like yeah I'm I'm a, I'm a metal slut, and I was like well in that case uh, you're gonna be on the new Acid Rain album. Uh, I'm taking that as an offer. And um, and I told I told Gloria the story on an email and she emailed me back, emailed me back and went oh, that's really funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your name is, I can't remember. No. Um, but that's uh, that, that's fine. Um, so uh, so anyway, yeah. So um, the next uh, the next item I know everyone's going to be excited about. Um, there's there's going to be a new The Who album and US tour. Uh, <laughs> it was just the vague mutterings of somebody going fuck off. <laughs> I mean, I, I really? I don't want to presage anything, but like. If you get excited about Metallica saying that they're gonna make a new album, but you boo the Who getting together, there's no difference between the two at this point. There's like 12 years of difference between the two. 12 years and a handful of very questionable Google searches. <laughs> You're a man for questionable Google searches. <laughs> Anyone Googled Godless? It's fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> he's not in the first hundred. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's really weird. Are we all? Um, and, and, and so then, then, you know, what else has happened in the world of metal? In other words, the next headline from Love and Mouth that I found. Uh, um, uh, I mean, this is, I've, underneath it, it says Blab Mouth just print press releases, but I've already done that. And this, this genuine headline, I'm sure some of you may have seen it. Dave Lefson, How I Drink My Coffee. Really, Dave? Is it out of Jesus's ass? Is it? I mean, for fuck's sake, you use a crucifix as a straw, unless it's something really interesting like that. Shut the fuck up! Is that an interview response or is that a press release? It's probably how I drink my coffee and it's a way of pushing Megadeth coffee. Was this the yeah. big announcement that they made last week? Because no, this I missed what the big announcement was. I just heard the announcement that there was going to be a big announcement. This what was the big announcement? The big announcement is that the new, new album, the next album, is going to be really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I just now saying things like it's going to be heavier than Dystopia, and it's like, well, really, you know, shut up, Dave. Both of you get back on the heroin. Let's have a good album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slightly questionable, but. Um, 
Uh, and by the way, any of the stories that you want to hear that I can't tell on the podcast, I can't do here because we're recording this, but feel free to stay behind and ask me. Uh, by the way, we're both drinking Trooper. Hey! Yeah, because we love Bruce. <laughs> My mate, you spit companies all right now. <laughs> We've got pissed together twice. He came to the last night of my quiz. What a fucking buzz that was. Honestly, I was like a teenage girl for the second half of the quiz. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Did you have a win? No, no. Him and his team were, were, were shit. <laughs> but um, and they were probably shit because they kept telling Bruce to shut up and not using his answers. Very clever man. Um, so yeah, David left, so now I drink my coffee. Not interested, Dave. Fuck off. Um, uh, and the other thing I had, well, actually, is two things. One of them I know you're going to get, you're, you can join in with. Um, firstly, Jesse Leach of, um, is it of uh, Five Finger Donkey Punch um, uh, announced he's going to get help because he doesn't want to be another suicide statistic. I'd like to say, don't get help and do be. Uh, fuck him. Uh, fuck him, fuck them, and their knuckle headed, knuckle dragging, fucking, isn't the military great? Bullshit. ABC fucking rank average metal. I mean, it's more metal for ball kids. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, this is weird, because normally I'm in my fucking house on my own. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I mean, like, I, I've seen Five Finger, De Five Finger Death Punch. You know, you, know, you know, do your research. Know your enemy. Okay, I saw them supporting uh, Avenged Sevenfold, and both bands, it was just fucking mall metal. Avenged Sevenfold, watching them, it was literally like watching kids meet up at the mall. Yeah. And literally, like, in between songs, checking the phone, checking the phone, walking around that I lost a fucking contact lens. Uh, <laughs> and just having a chat, I'm just having a chat. <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah, yeah? About another ten songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you bored? Fuck me, yeah, I'm bored. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And a singer with his shades on the whole fucking night, what a dick. Anyway, that's a, that's a um, I, 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 I launch all of this, right? And, you know, Wembley Arena was sold out. I'm clearly in the minority. <laughs> you know, I'm well aware that I'm like, you know, throwing fucking toothpicks at an elephant, but it's fun. Um, and, and, and finally, and finally, amazingly, King 810 have got a third album. Who the yes. fuck is working at Roadrunner Records? Uh, right, who's working at? Who's going, yeah, let's have another album of that shit. One of the most misunderstood artists of the 21st century. <laughs> it's 810. Is anybody, it's, it's, it's barely worthy of pronouncing. <laughs> is anyone else? Is anyone else here thinking he is just trying to get an argument going? <laughs> and then, like, couldn't possibly. I mean, have you have you listened David, to any of the stuff off David, the upcoming album? David Gunn is a poet. <laughs> David Gunn needs to chew on it. Second album was good, by the way. Really? Right, get out! Look, they're a young band that are allowed to make young people mistakes. Okay, here's your King 8 10 song. I'm gonna go and fucking shoot you. I've been shot 17 times. I'm gonna shoot you 18 times. It's very hard life. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Crime! Tats, tats, tats. Bit to jail, out of jail. In jail, out of jail. I'm fucking hard! Next track. I mean, do you ever listen to anything Slayer did before Hello Waits? I mean, it's just as irritating. But the, the, 
the point is that meanwhile the band are playing a song that, they, that he's clearly never listened to. You know, they're sending him music. He's going, whatever, I'm doing this. And, and it's just, every, every song is like a page out of another shit autobiography. No, Write the book, ditch the band. No, no, it's a book of poetry. Fuck it. I'm gonna say this. I don't. My, my, sorry, my notes under this are uh, King Nine Eight Ten. Amazingly, have a third album coming out. More fucking drivel. No. <laughs> I'm not saying that. For, I, I, I will say this: that perhaps metal is not the best vehicle for David Gunn, right? But the man yes, is right. an artist and a poet, and I respect his contribution, and I think that we all, all benefit. From the fact that he's chosen this genre in which to <coughs> shower his talent upon us, fantastic. Oh, what I loved was there's a new story. The new story when they um, when they said that despite despite uh, despite the uh, the difficulties the band were facing, they were still going to be at Bloodstock, and the difficulties was one of the band was arrested at the board border for gun possession. <laughs> that's not a difficulty. That's having a member of the band who's a cunt. <laughs> Oh, well done for getting over the difficulties. Look, Did you leave it behind? Are the difficulties over now? He's in jail. Fifteen years from now, all of us will be better off for David Gunn. We'll be dead, dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at least it won't be his. Well, maybe it'll be his. I, I, I'd just like to point out. I think that's Thomas getting hacked the heckled by his own son. Uh, I, I, I can't swear to that, but I think that's what that was. Um, so, well, at least at least your balls work. I haven't got any kids. No, no, no. Work. This is literally two men drinking beer, talking shit, isn't it? Um, right here. Right. Okay. So um, let's uh, let's get straight into um, uh, well, not first topic. Well, first topic, I suppose, proper, which is 2018 albums of the year. Um, so um, I'm going to start with. My, uh, I, we we basically got our top three, um, and uh, I I've got to say I struggled to make a top five. For me, it's been a pretty poor year, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm you know I, I'm Why? sure I'm sure was it was it now sometimes I find that it's like it's my personal life or other shit that makes makes it so you know your wife's here, right? Yes, I, but, <laughs> <laughs> but Who like, says that? <laughs> oh, Shit, it could be like any kind of shit, but it's like, oh, that's what's affecting my ability to appreciate great art this year. I, 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 I love how you're so introspective. I just think it's been a load of shit year for the uh, I think it's the fault of the yeah, music industry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How could I be to blame? Um, no, I, I, whether, you know, I, I don't know. I, I must be, uh, you know, visiting the wrong websites. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been, for me, it's been a really... Um, it's really cool, yeah, I know, I know you're going to say something. Um, so, so, I'll start with, um, uh, and this, this is not in any particular order, although there is a standout number one for me. In fact, this is in a particular order, this is three, two, one. So my third would be uh, Decapitated Anticult, um, playing with them next month, which is going to be a buzz, not that we'll see them, probably be in the van on the motorway. Lucky you. Um, when, they, uh, when they hit the stage, but... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I discovered them on this album, and it's um, it's absolutely superb um, for a um, you know for for a bunch of guys um, uncharged with rape. Um, it's uh, a, you know there's there's not a lot of comedy there um, um, for anybody really. 
Um, but but so did you feel yes. uncomfortable giving it a shot? No, not at all. Um, in fact, um, I, I I wish I could remember the name of the guest who I had on the podcast who said that like he said like it's fucking brilliant. Give yeah. it a listen. And I, I went home, dug it out, and listened to it. I was like, wow. Chris, that is, thank you very much, mate. Thank you. Um, and I didn't, give, I didn't give it a chance. Really? I didn't give it a chance. And, and so you've only got to be accused of something for you to No, not go. necessarily. It's just that I know that going into it, there's going to be so much sort of um, uh, shit in my brain, the guilt and, you know, wondering what if and whatever. And I just... When there's so, see, I disagree with you. I think this was another amazing year for music. There was so much other stuff to listen to. I was like, geez, you know, I don't know if I'm going to spend time. I'd rather listen to a new Revocation. But to, to be fair, well, Revocation might have got in there if there was. I, 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 the, the problem I found with, uh, with Revocation was there's like, if that, that album has great moments, but it has no great songs. Um, and a lot of the time I go, like, oh, yeah, I love this bit. And then they'd be like, oh, that song's still going. Or I'm playing another song. Um, it, it blew me away initially, just purely for the musicianship um, and, and some of the epic songwriting. And another, just, and Rivers and Isles is another example of another great yes. band from the same Good. sort of you know uh, uh, area of the room that Decapitated come from. It's like you know I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather hang out with Rivers and Isles. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. I feel safe there. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. So uh, exactly what I want out of my music, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, safety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to the wrong channel, didn't I? So, uh, so what's your um, what's your number three? Number three, redeeming themselves from a previous career, trying desperately to make good music while worshiping Jesus. Under oath, they got clean. They got rid of the Jesus, and this album is absolutely a sellout Christian metal band. No, it's a reverse, it's a reverse seller. They're not selling anywhere. Yeah, no, no, that's the point I'm making, yeah. right? No, no, no. I, I could have a go at them before for being Jesus metal. Yeah. Now I'm going to have them a go for not being Jesus metal. They're fucking sellouts. No, but it's the opposite. They're selling less than they did. And selling less tickets, less albums, less streams than they did with Jesus. I'm telling you. It sounds like bullshit to me. You can't all you can't all believe in Jesus, then all not believe in Jesus. Some of them still believe in Jesus, and they've been outvoted by the ones who don't believe in Jesus anymore. Or it's a or it's a some you know it's a it's a situation where there's you know a couple of them are still playing with Jesus, but they're not believing in Jesus, and eventually they talk the rest of them into not believing in Jesus either. Or maybe just the one guy who writes the lyrics doesn't believe in Jesus anymore. The rest of them are like, hey, but we all still believe in Jesus. And he's like, well, write some fucking lyrics. They're like, well, we can't write lyrics. He's like, well, we're not Jesus anymore then, are we? Yeah, right, yeah. Well, I don't know. However it works, there's no Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what a great, what a ringing endorsement. We'll basically go out and get any album the... that has not got Jesus in its metal, right? And boom. What's amazing about all three of my picks all three of them, right? I can say this. Yes. All three of my picks are bands that just tapped into something real and were willing to express it. So much of this, like, you know, so many bands are just bored of, like, dragons and, you know, oh, let's all be strong and we're all going to fight together and all this vague shit. And what I really, really want somebody to go, I'm going through some shit and this is exactly what I'm going through. And they all did it and they did it really, really well. And I love it. Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to argue with that. I, 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 you know, I agree with that sentiment. Exactly. I mean, it's a right. Okay, it's taking 25 minutes to agree with you. Awesome. Then it comes that. Uh, so my the second on my list is uh, the Crown Cobra Speed Venom. Um, probably contains one of one of the songs of the year for me, which is um, uh, We Avenge. Um, 
just uh, funnily enough, I'm slagged off Blabbermouth. Discovered them via Blabbermouth. Um, they, I know, have done many albums um, that I haven't gone back and checked out yet. Yeah, they've been um, forever, right? Like yeah. 20 years well, ago? Well, no, they had a, they had a, big, they had a bit of a gap. Did they? But um, uh, absolutely, uh, just a brilliant album. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm not a big death metal fan. Um, uh, and did you guys know with this band or this this album? You guys heard of the Crown? Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, just by by random cheer, who who discovered it through listening to the podcast? Yeah. Okay, cool. Who knew about it anyway? No. <laughs> <laughs> the same people going no. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> same job executed twice. Um, it's anybody like me was like fucking hell. This is great. Yeah. You know, I was just I'm really blown away by it. Um, and, and also because it's, it because it does something that death metal doesn't normally do, which is it, it, there's other influences in there, just, and that was what drew me to it from the Blabbermouth review, where it said like that it's no, when they do death metal they do it as well as anyone, but they also do other stuff, and I just thought right now that now I'm interested, um, and, uh, and I, I think it's awesome. And funny enough to pick up on what you were saying about these guys, yeah. it, it's not all death and dragons and stuff like yeah. that, and there's there, there is some shit that's. Real, bro. <laughs> no, yeah. no. When we were talking earlier about, you're like, there's total prong influence here. I'm listening to it. And I go, I hear creator influence all over the place. Is there any like uh, artist that you think is influential on the crown that would be, I don't know, not 80 years old? Um, probably not. No. Cause, cause, you know, like, well, they are men of a certain age. Didn't so, make, yeah. yeah, didn't make my list, but like, uh, 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 an album that. Uh, or a band that had one of the best albums of the year, mostly because I heard them popping up in all the other bands that I really liked, is an album out rock. Like, you know, it's almost unlistenable stuff. It's the stuff I love to throw on when somebody goes, yeah, I don't know if I like metal or not. I don't know if you hear this, you're gonna lie. <laughs> it's brutal. But like, I hear what they're doing. I hear what they're doing like, like in, in all these other albums, and it's, it's, it's freaking great. So I was curious whether you heard any of all that rock in your uh, No, no, that's too bad. That's uh, so, and that that was my album number two. But who's yours? Holy hell, yeah. Architects. Yeah. 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 So, like, this, I, I'll, I'll oh, say this. And so, Round of Cheer, who likes the Architects? Yeah! Yay! Okay, cool. Yeah, see? Like, I don't need to tell a story, right? Everybody knows the story. Skin cancer, freaking amazing album. Then he drops dead, and then the rest of everybody, including his twin brothers, got to deal with it, right? And then they write an amazing album that is just coping with the loss of their guitarist. And I, first of all, like when when um, uh, All Our Gods came out, what was it two, three years ago? And I was like, yeah, you know, I really like this album. It's probably top 15, maybe creeps in the top 10. Like ever since then, like more and more and more I go back now, you want to talk about like greatest albums of all times, like top 10, top 15 is where that album sits now. And so I went into these this year going, geez, if they do put out another album, it's going to be album of the year. And to say that it actually came at number two is almost a disappointment, which is saying a hell of a lot. And it's a freaking amazing, amazing album. It does have a couple weak spots, uh, but um, just to 
I'd be, I'm afraid for the ghost of their of the guitarist because like he's got to hear that and go, geez, I wasn't contributing that much after all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's so good. Uh, well, one thing I will say there is um, is that sometimes I think a couple of weak spots is not is is, is no bad thing mm -hmm. because it, it 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 just adds the overall texture of an album. Because it makes you appreciate the other stuff even more. I oh, mean, that's a great yeah, coming yeah, out this year. Yeah, ride the lightning, Sorry, ride true. the lightning, trapped under ice. Oh. You know, there's, there's, there's always going to be something on there that, that kind of makes you appreciate the genius of the rest of it, where it's not quite reached that level. And I completely and totally um, understand what you're talking about with the, the whole, you know, skin cancer, death, etc. Et I mean, that is, that is amazing. Um, and right from the heart, and I, I, you know, I can absolutely get on board with all of that, you know, apart from, you know, the music. Um, but, but to, you know, song structures are all over the place. It's fucking awful. Um, but, but again, you know, that, you know, I, I can appreciate something uh, because it has value and it's brilliantly executed. Just because I don't like it and I don't get it. I'm not going to say well, that shit, you know, unless it's a Christian metal band. Um, <laughs> but 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 you know, in all seriousness, I think you know that that's that's kind of where we've come, where we are now with the internet is basically if people don't like something, then it, it is shit, definitively shit, and people will just hammer home their opinions as facts and use phrases like I think you'll find I think you'll I think you'll find most people think mm -hmm. dot dot dot. You know, and um, to try and bring in a load of invisible people on on their side of the argument to try and give it more weight because they have no, no, they don't have enough faith in their own argument. Um, <coughs> but I, yeah, I can, I can absolutely. I mean, again, you know, you're going to see them at Wembley Arena tomorrow. They're yeah. obviously, you know, they're obviously very popular. They're obviously, they're obviously huge. I mean, you know, and here we are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, you know what I will say though is that is that. Personally, I disagree with you 100%. And think is shit. This idea that you cannot go out and say my opinion's right and your opinion is wrong. Oh no, I no, I, I, I say, no, I didn't. No, I didn't say that. I said that pe people people stating their opinions as fact. Yes, my opinion's fact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you're free to go. <laughs> Okay, so to my number one album of the year, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure some of you may already know what this is. Um, it is the, um, it's, it's Kamikaze by Eminem. Um, <laughs> it is, to me, uh, to me, Eminem is, is a genius. He is, he is um, he's this generation's Elvis. He is a, a white guy doing black music, being incredibly successful with it uh, being more successful than any black artist doing that kind of music, which is exactly what, what Elvis did. Um, and the reason why he caused such great controversy is that all of everything he was doing had been going on in hip hop for years. Uh, the fact that he was white, so white kids started buying his stuff and taking it home to the suburbs, and then white, white parents went, oh my god, this is terrible. It's like, well, that's been going on for a decade. Um, Kamikaze is a response to his previous album, which was released 10 months previously. I mean, who the fuck puts out two albums in the space of 10 months? Eminem. Um, because he was so annoyed with the critical bashing he got on his last album. Some of the, some of the wordplay, uh, some of the rhyming, some of the double meaning is fucking incredible. And I listened to that album to the studio, spent all day recording vocals, spent the journey home listening to it, 
and kept doing that because I found it so inspiring. Um, the guy is just next level fucking amazing. And also, I was getting about 80% of it, but I had to, I had to go onto YouTube and watch, um, watch American rappers breaking down some of the lyrical structures to get the other 20% of how genius it is. Um, just outstanding, and for me, for personally, it's my album of the year by a long fucking way. Here's the fact. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a fact. I bet you haven't listened to it. Touche. <laughs> man, man knows how to play an audience. Oh, walkouts already. You should have said that. Eminem fans are off. <laughs> Who can blame them? Eminem's the bar home of music. I mean, it's, it's, oh, it's all right. See, he's the Bob Hope of music. It's like the, the only, only people appreciating him at this point are all the white people. I, I, that is just well. Funnily enough, funnily enough, those YouTube videos I was watching. Uh, yeah, that was, that was mainly um, black rappers from the ages of twenty to thirty. So I, I actually have factual visual, visual evidence. And they're and they are all going, "Oh my God, this is why he is still number one. This is incredible. This is why he's a genius." But no, you know, you have your opinion. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let's get to your number one. Parkway Drive. Yes! Freaking... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, right. After three, if that's good. One, two, three. Yeah! Uh, after three, if that's shit. One, two, three. Yeah! Oh, shit wins. Boom! More people! <laughs> it is the spiritual sequel to Vulgar Display of Power. It is the most... I'm off. <laughs> it's the most, the strongest, the most genuinely angry, the just heaviest album I've heard since Vulgar Display. In that same vein. And oh my god, where are you guys? I, I just heard something go... <laughs> no, 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 I'm not finished yet. I heard somebody go... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you are. You're right. <laughs> yeah, everybody's gonna give that one. I, I love. I, I'm looking. Yes. I'm looking at Godless's top three, and never have you seen three more indie band names: Under Oath, Architects, Parkway Drive. <laughs> it really is. It's just like UK indie bands from the eighties. Um, but no, so I mean, really, I mean that's a bold, bold statement. And it's one of the best albums of all times. Wow. Yeah. So right now, is anybody agreeing with that? The previous album was a lot better. Oh, <laughs> oh. Huh. yeah, but it's good. But I've gone back to it, you know. So maybe I'm maybe I'm spoiled. Like if if I'd heard that one first, ah. maybe that would be the issue. But when I did hear that one first, I didn't give it the time of day. I loved their early stuff back then, but then just like left it behind, you know. And this album brought me right back. Just on first listen, I knew it was amazing. Some stuff needs to grow, you know. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, uh, you know, you, uh, that's always been the all argument. All our gods, you know, needed to grow. You know, what's that then? The architects out. Oh right, okay, sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. those guys again. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, people here like them. You like them. I'm, I'm, Anybody have a I'm, pick for their album of the year that, like, we haven't mentioned that you think is just? How, yeah, how old we miss it? Rivers and Isle. What's that? Rivers and Isle. Oh, Rivers and Isle, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Don't listen to him, he followed me to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that is a freaking great album. He yeah. did, by the way. <laughs> what a funny looking band, though. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, shh. 
short, tall, <laughs> mobile phone etiquette, dear. Silent, please. Recording, yes. Was that a Slayer ringtone? No. Oh, never mind. We'll we'll get to Slayer. Um, so first, um, the, the first subject is um, I, I can sum up in one word. Um, it's Metallica. Um, We talked about this, and um, I I, I offered it up as a subject to just basically say, uh, and this is what, yeah, well, we may as well well just start discussing it now. My, I'm kind of, I'm kind of fascinated by Metallica, as as some of you know, Um, and it's have we got to the stage where it's just been Metallica Incorporated, and it is just they're just they're just a a, you know there a lot of people. Getting a lot of jobs. They've they've done their they've done their out of their comfort zone album with Rick Rubin. Decided they didn't like that. They've gone back to the comfort zone, working in their own rehearsal studio with a handpicked engineer. Um, and you know, for some people it worked, some people it didn't. Uh, they're they're plodding on the, the whole hundred pound ticket thing. I mean, that was that was a you know they went from like sixty sixty five pound to a hundred pound ticket. Um, and that was a very and that was that was a, that was a calculated move. Um, do they still sell out? So no, but the point I'm saying, I'm I'm in agreement on that. But it, but also it's like, do we do we still think of them as metal? Are we still proud of Metallica? Do we still think like, oh, you know, there's Metallica flying the flag for metal, or do we think that they now so far in the mainstream that it's kind of like now they they they're kind of they've pulled up the drawbridge behind them once upon a time. They kicked open a lot of doors for people to go through, but you know, since the big four, I think it, the, the, the drawbridge has pretty much been pulled up behind them. It's like right, it's like every man for himself now, because we're up here. You know, we we lost a shitload of money on through the never, <laughs> yeah, and we need to do a lot of fucking gigs at a hundred pound a ticket. Yeah. Um, you know, so 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 they've done their UK tour and they've gone like we can go back to the UK. We can milk it a bit more. Cut the stadium shows. Um, so, so where where are you with them? I mean, are, are you, you know what rich people need more than anything else? More money. More money. Yeah. That's all that. It's, it's all like the line. It's like the line in the Simpsons where it's like the line in the Simpsons where um, uh, Bill Gates is on and he's pro- and he's promised to pay Homer a load of money, and uh, and he doesn't. And Homer goes, "Where's my money?" And Bill Gates just goes, "Well, I didn't become a millionaire by writing a load of checks." <laughs> you know, it's like it's basically that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't think they owe anybody anything at this point. I mean, they've done their. You know, they tried to make the album they wanted to do with the. Uh, oh, no, no, the death by missing. Uh, no, the dude. Ride the lightning. The dead dude. Lou Reed. Lou Reed, yeah. They tried to make the album with Lou Reed, and, you know, like everybody shot on for. The dead dude. That's what Lou Reed's famous for, isn't it? Yeah. Being dead. But yeah, like, like that's the album they wanted to do. That is the album that, you know, Kirk Hammett's like, oh my god, I was in tears, and all the rest of it. Yeah, lots of people. He are wasn't here. the only one. <laughs> and so, and so, everybody shat on for it. The way I look at it, Metallica have to do the albums now that they feel they have to do, rather than the albums that they want to do, and therefore they owe nobody nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think, um, I think when 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 the history of Metallica is written, the, the biggest fuck up in their entire career will be through the never, because. You know, they entered in, they entered into an industry that they entered into they entered into an industry that isn't their industry, and they thought that they could just do the whole cocky Metallica thing, 
and you know they didn't they didn't want to work with the studio who who interfere and, and they, they, they fucked themselves. You know, it's happened over and over again, and, and that's all good. I, I, my feeling is that Metallica's just old and boring. They're, even their good music now is old and boring. I agree with that. And, and so, I just don't understand why anybody can muster any excitement whatsoever about anything that Metallica does. But I, I, but I also think we totally, we, we completely agree on the hundred pound ticket. So fucking what? Yeah, I they, they, know. they broke, they broke the attendance record at the O2. For a hundred pound ticket, and you've got people all over Facebook moaning about it, well, saying that it's like it's outrageous, and that they've been excluded. You, and, you and wouldn't I, have been able to buy a ticket for less than a hundred bucks last time they came around. No, 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 you, because you it would have been bought up by a bunch of people who then turned around and sold it for a hundred bucks. So yeah, I mean, give it, get, let the money at least go to the guys who are up on stage rather than the people who are scalping them. Well, I, I, I yeah, I still think I, I think a hundred pound tickets are still getting scalped. <laughs> Uh, and, and people are just paying more for them. But I think the point is that um, ultimately that they, that, I mean, Andy Pilkington made this point and I agree with him, which is music is a luxury. Um, and like all luxuries, um, you can end up getting priced out of them. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, some people would go to the cinema a lot more if it was cheaper. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it, if it turns out that you can't afford to go meet, meet Metallica, uh, sorry, go and see Metallica because it's out of your price range now, then, uh, I'm, I'm kind of the feeling that, that, that that's just life, that the bands don't exist to fit into your life. <laughs> you know, right. it's, it's kind of like the, you know, you know, fans follow bands, not the other way around. You know, and, it, and if, if, you know, there's this, there's this misguided thing of, well, why don't they just do 65 pound ticket and a lot more people can, do, can go? You can't fit more people. Well, it, it's just like, well, yeah, yeah but, then there's everybody's. Then there'll be people moaning that sixty-five pounds is too much. There's always going to be people who are missed out. So ultimately, what they're going to do, you know, newsflash is what's best for them. And you know, as a band, you run it as a business, and you have to do what's best for the business. There is no business out there going, oh, let's charge less yeah. to make everyone happy. No, we have to do it. Yeah, I mean, and it is a business. We got Fugazi, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, no, uh, it, it's Great capitalism, album. you know, it's capitalism. What are you going to do? You can fight the machine, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's gone very cool. Look, I, <laughs> I, remember, I remember, like... Sorry, tie your hand. We've got hands, right. Well, well, first, 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 up, first up, Pete. Yeah, go on, Pete. Um, I don't know if you remember a few years ago, Metallica played the uh, Earl's Court for a flyover. Remember that? No. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the O2 for a flyover. Yeah. How come? It's like they do a gig for a fire. It's like a fan club pre-sale kind of thing. But everyone can buy it. Oh no, was he? Sorry, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Right, okay, well, there you go. And it didn't make a scrap of difference to the attendance. Everyone was still up for it, everyone still went, and people who'd have moaned, you know, would have gone in any way and then gone and paid 65 pounds for the next gig. Yeah. So. Oh, I think I remember that actually. They they did a number of dates at the O2, didn't they? And it was and it was one of them. Yeah. One of yeah. Yeah. So you know, fair enough. Okay. Well, I, I like that, um, Stuart. Uh, what, what do you think? Like, I think it was Andrew O'Neill and his book, a history of heavy metal, said like Metallica sound like now like a band who don't listen to heavy metal trying to make a heavy metal record. <laughs> like they 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 don't yeah. listen to the music that they're trying to make anymore. Yeah, you know uh, that because they can avenge Sevenfold, I'm sorry. Andrew is spot on with a lot of that history of the heavy metal show, and that's one of the things he's 
He's spot on. Also, he sells t-shirts that have printed on the back, sit down, Lars. <laughs> How can you not love that guy? Um, I, I, I still remember, like, 19. But he, yeah, he's, he's absolutely spot on. And, and Lars has spent his entire fucking career. Does anybody remember? It's a rhetorical question. Does anyone remember when they did that arena heavy metal documentary years ago? And he got to the thrash metal part. And, and Lars Ulrich was interviewed in the Intrepid Fox. And he refused to, to, to call, he refused to say the words thrash metal. Even back then, he's, he, was, he was keen to avoid it. And then he spent all the 90s going on about the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> like we were going to become fans if he mentioned them enough. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like he was, no, he's the, he was giving them the something. blessing. He's just trying to prove something to everybody. So yeah. what, what are you going to say, sorry? You have a ball. No, I, I was just going to say exactly. I think he said like the best band he'd heard this year was the Arctic Monkeys or something. Yeah, like that sort of and it's like he he, go, he goes out of his way to uh, uh, to I, I think push bands with shit drummers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's no ulterior motive there. You know, I don't know what the experience was here in England with Metallica, but like, all right, not to date myself too much, but all right, 1990, 1989. He's younger than me. You, you know, you saw somebody with a metal up your ass t-shirt walking down the street, and it was like you were a member of like the secret club, you know? Now, granted, they were, they were still gonna hit amphitheater and pack the damn thing, but it was like this, they weren't on MTV, they weren't, they, you know, you, you couldn't find the album in the regular, you know, big chain super sto uh, uh, record store, you know, all that sort of thing. It was a secret club, and there was like a real coolness to it. In other you words, know, like how Slayer are now. Well, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, like three weeks ago, I'm I'm in Dublin, and on the side of a freaking bus is the Metallica logo, the public bus. <laughs> I'm like this. A Metallica yeah, bus. Yeah. Okay, not that! Oh, no. See, that Where's it go? Drumville? That should be, that should be the reaction. It's, it's a hundred pound a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and goes nowhere. <laughs> For two hours. Yeah, oh, totally. That's why I did come in. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, I, 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 I think we'll let you finish. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just gotten lame. And that's fine. But, you know, when, when Black Sabbath and Slayer retire in the same year, you know, I don't think that they're doing it for the wrong careers. I think they're trying to give Metallica a hint. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, the, one thing, the one thing I will say, my last point on this will be, and, I, and, and I, you know, sorry, two hardwired specials last Christmas, so I won't do that to you again, um, is, that, is that I had a lot of people were going like, oh, but it's amazing, hardwired, like James is doing harmonies, and you can hear all these bits, and you can hear the influences. Any of, any of you who've heard the, um, uh, the Guitar Hero version of Death Magnetic will realise that James was actually doing harmonies on that album as well. It's just that once it was Brickwall, you couldn't fucking hear them. Um, that album is amazing. I know I've said it so many times, but I'll say it again. That album is amazing. The Guitar Hero version is incredible. It sounds like Ride the Lightning in parts. You know nothing. Um, <laughs> you know nothing, Godless. I will get to my point. My Please. point was, yeah. My point was that people are going like, oh, but I'm really loving hard. Why do you know I can hear a bit? I can hear Thin Lizzy and I can hear Sabbath and Lizzy. Like, that's not Metallica. Metallic. The whole point of Metallica has always been that they equal the sum of their influences without sounding like their influences. They sound like Metallica. That's why they're the biggest fucking metal band ever. And the minute you start listening to Metallica and hearing new influences, 
They've lost their fucking way. Simple as that. What you're listening to now is a Metallica cover band. They are the best Metallica cover band out there, yeah. but they are a Metallica cover band. I don't want to go rabbit hole on this, but like... It's too late for that, man. But no, but let me... It's, it's like, whenever I hear, like... Can I just say, so, going rabbit holing is just... I've got a mental image of that, but it's just... <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I mean, you're, you're, you on your show, and then I hear other people who are like, oh, album of the year, Metallica, Hardwired, and then I'll see all these lists this year. Oh my god, the greatest album of the year is the new Judas Priest. It's just, oh, you gotta be kidding me. No! Satan's at the door! Look, look Judas Priest for you there! Nobody who's been doing this for 30 freaking years has anything interesting to say now. I'll be put it down. Okay, my drop. Nice work, mate. Round of applause. Bastard. So. Present company excluded. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was applauding that shit. So, next topic is. Are social justice warriors ruining metal? <laughs> do we have time for this one? Are we doing okay on time? We're doing okay on time. Uh, we're halfway through, believe it or not. All right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's don't about worry. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So um, now I, I was kind of like mm, about this topic uh, because I don't think it's as uh, I don't think it's uh, as big a thing in this country as it is in the states, um, and and also I, th- I think it's kind of like it's one of those things that exists online but isn't a big deal in real life. You know, a bit like feminism. Um, <laughs> it's a joke! <laughs> it was an acid. Oh, it's genuinely a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. Did that lady, lady ever come back from the toilet, by the way? Oh, you are back, great. Okay. This, is, this is really weird. There is one, two, three, four, five. There's five women in this audience. That, that's basically every female Talking Bollocks subscriber. Okay. Um, and one of them, I know, definitely is. Um, that, yeah, that, that was genuinely a joke. I couldn't resist. The best thing about feminism is that women can take jokes now. <laughs> yeah, excellent. They can take someone else as well. Um, <laughs> it's just where. Um, so, I saw that her accents are so totally different. <laughs> this, this could go downhill very quickly. Do you realise if we lock the doors, this is a cult? <laughs> Five pounds to get in, ten pounds to get out. Um, so, uh, it's just, uh, these, are, these guys are so old. Um, so, uh, are social, social justice warriors really metal? Um, now, I, we, we had this discussion earlier. I was going to say in the pub, but we were in prep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pissed because <laughs> uh, um, we're a couple of old men. Um, uh, so, yeah, our social justice warrior, and, and I was kind of like, well, I'm not sure if this is a, a topic or not, you know. Uh, but you felt it was, and well, the only reason is that you see it often happening where, like, a festival promoter will get a lot of flack for booking a band that they have. Nazi history, or you know, uh, accusations of sexual assault, uh, you know, the other stuff that the social justice warriors uh, we supporting decapitated. Yeah, we social justice warriors would uh, uh, object to, and then the uh, uh, the promoters will then get rid of the bands, and then there's this oh, 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 and then everybody shows up except for the band that got kicked off. Yeah. And it is affecting things because then, you, and, and it comes offline because you know tours are booked and uh, uh, r- labels decide what bands are going to sign, and 
some of the choices that, uh, that, that are being made by industry that then come down to those of us who listen to the music are the result of pressures from people based on these histories that some of these bands may have. So, so I, well, I, I, what, I, what I'd say is that this is nothing new. I think it's individuals' ability to um, separate the person making the music from, uh, so, you know, for instance, um, you know, Gigi Allen was like pretty much insane. But that doesn't mean that you can't listen to his music and enjoy it. Billy Milano's got some pretty unpleasant beliefs and said some pretty unpleasant things. But it doesn't mean that you don't, you know, you, I mean, SOD, Speak English or Die, is basically a racist album title. But did anybody hear back in the day when they got Speak English or Die think that that was racist? No. With a big fucking cartoon cover on it? There was one yes. No. It was Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but, but again, I think it's, you know, what, it's, more, it's more about the, the I'm going to go ahead and say it, because there's probably none here. Um, I think it's millennials' inability to separate individuals' art from who's making the art and the art. And we now, we, 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 live, we live in a world whereby, um, you know, being offended is basically a fucking Olympic sport. And, you know, I've said this before, I'll say it again. The, the great thing about the internet is everyone has a voice. Um, the worst thing about the internet is that you realise everyone should not have a voice. Um, and it, it's just, I, I, you know, I, 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 I think, are they ruining metal? I, I, don't, I don't know about ruining metal, I think, I think, you know, social justice warriors are everywhere. And they are there to moan about everything. But I still think they are a minority that, that the industry um, keep at bay. Yeah, this is where you're wrong, right? So, so let's go back in time, right? When Judas Priest and all the Black Sabbath are singing about Satan, and the equivalent, the past equivalent of a social justice warrior would be people going, "Oh my God, I can't this, believe you're singing about this Satan." Is, this, is this is a brilliant comparison, pre-internet. Right? No, well, totally. But like, you know, they'd be moaning and groaning, and you know what Mel did? They just went, "Fuck you! We're gonna make something even better and even more Satan." And you know, then there's deicide. Yeah, go ahead, get offended at that. And it was great because we were all like going, fuck, you can't say no to this. It's so good, you know? But nowadays, whenever a band has said, you guys are fucked up, the response is like, well, we're gonna put out another lame album of lame ideas and lame stuff. So of course nobody's gonna get behind that. You know who's ruining metal? It's the people who get accused of being assholes and they can't make good music as a result of it. Fight it. If you really, really are metal, you really, really believe in what you're doing, get your, you know, fucking make some great music. Nobody does. None of them do. I, I would agree to a certain extent that, um, that ultimately we, li we, live in a, we live in a society where, where and this, is, this is kind of goes, you know, across everything, but, but it's still in metal. Somebody will say something outrageous. And then there'll be a social media storm, and then they'll apologise. And it's like, and it's like, you know, Bill Burr is a comedian I, I, I admire a lot, who, who basically he, he says shit, and people call him on it, and he fucking doubles down, and says like, no, I'm not. I'm, because you didn't get the joke doesn't mean I, I need to apologise. Because Bill Burr, you know, and also because you're offended doesn't mean I have to, I have to apologise. 
It just means you're offended. That's it. You know, your power ends there. You live in a society where you are allowed to be offended. You don't get taken out and shot in the streets. You should you should celebrate the fact that you're able to be offended. Um, and we actually have a hand in the air there. Oh, you're getting interrupted again. <laughs> awesome. Uh, similar thing like going to active. Like all these people that are getting put down for playing people out of their religion or race or... Brian Cranston recently got knocked down for playing a disabled man. Surely that's his job as an actor. He got knocked down else. for playing a disabled <laughs> man. Yeah, it's it's a poor choice of words. He should get shot down for playing someone who's disabled just because he's disabled. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually think that that's that was... his job to act that position. Uh, no, I, I, I agree, but I think the criticism was more than the guy who the guy who played because that's a remake, and the the criticism was more than the guy who who played his role before did a better job, and he was dis and he was disabled. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I see where you're coming from. I'm not familiar with Bill Burr, right? But I'm going to assume he says on your yeah with the, the, your appreciation for him, he's probably an intelligent person, right? But when, when somebody not really, him, not really. Right, but then you look at the the metal equivalent is nails, right? Where he gets accused of being saying something stupid, and then his response is to be even dumber. And I, I don't know how anybody can get excited about. Nails because the dude is dumber than those people who are accusing him of doing dumb shit. What was so great about, let's go back to Judas Priest being in court over the fact that these two kids shot themselves in the face over backward, you know, messages or whatever, is Judas Priest were smarter than the assholes that were accusing him. The best, the best line, the best line about that whole Judas Priest trial was Bill Hicks back in the day when he said, what band wants their audience dead? <laughs> Where's the future in that? Yeah. You know, um, I, I knew this was a shit topic. Let's move on. Of course, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> we'll move on to the topic where I said, yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to have anything to say on this because this is all in your domain. No, like, no, no. Let's talk. go right to it. Let's no, go right to that one. These, these, these two are both your fucking topics. Yes, they but are. No, if, do you, if you want to do some more on, no, no, on this journey, no, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, just, it's just we're running out of time. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, so the next topic is the uh, the evolution of metal vocals. Um, so, uh, God, I'm so to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm loving the fact... Let me go, go uh, don't let me forget to mention Dance Guy and Dance. Um, and how great they are, right? But, like... This is what this. I did not sign up for this. What is amazing about what's been happening over the last fifteen years is the way that we're we're the metal vocals are blending post Burton Bell of the most influential and yet underrated metal band of all times, Fear Factory, the inventors of Gent, and Burton Bell yeah, doing the yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, well, and, and Burton Bell doing the uh, doing the um, uh, the blending of the clean vocal and the growl, and it's now like that's you just have to do it now because that's where the most exciting music is happening. And I I just like to say that um, whilst recording the uh, the new Acid Rain album with Jace Lewis, Jace Lewis as we speak uh, in the mornings he's fixing some mixes for us, and the rest of the day he's recording with Burton. And they're recording the new Ascension of the Watchers album, oh, cool. which is Burton's side project. And um, um, Jace is a, a, a childhood huge Fear Factory fan, and we were and we were both saying. And Jace says 
He actually says this to Burton. He completely and totally blames him for the, for the whole growling and singing vocal style. Um, and absolutely gives him shit for it. Um, I mean, my... I, 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 you remember I have, the first time you listened to Fairfaxby? Uh, Deep Manufacture. Right, uh, so. which, which, by the way, I think not only vocally started that whole growly and, and, and melodic thing, but it also, it, it also started how albums sound now. You know, it was the first major metal Pro Tools to fuck album. But it was done in a way because, because you know, you, know you, you hear Fear Factory and you think Terminator. Yeah. You know, um, and it was the first album that kind of really just sounded mechanical. Um, and he started that whole thing. And I personally, um, I kind of feel that the, the, the best, the pinnacle of your growly vocal and your singing vocal, I don't think anybody does it better than Corey Taylor um, as one person. But we've now got to a stage where some bands have got two singers and one guy is growling and one guy is doing the singing. And it's just like, what the fuck? There's no, there's like no consistency. Because I don't, I, it's like, I can understand in the band going like, hey, what a great idea when, you, when you're all looking inwards. But from a listener's point of view, it's like, well, yeah, you know, wh what the fuck's going on now? One guy does the verses, one guy does the choruses. I, I, you know, I, 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 that kind of throws me out. This is it. Burton Bell, as great and influential as he is, is a shitty singer, right? Because he can't be great. You cannot be truly great. And I'm, I'm never going to slag anybody off for being a shit singer. Right, well. <laughs> so, that's never going to happen. But, like, 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 I got a buddy who manages a strip club, right? Like, this will be interesting. No, <laughs> there are some really talented strippers. I did sign up for this. <laughs> there are some really talented strippers in that strip club, but not one of them does he say, hey, when you're done with the ship, would you mind doing the books? You know what I mean? They're good at that. The accountant is good at that. Those yeah. are two very different things. The growl is very different from the clean vocals. Corey Taylor. You get somebody who's great at clean vocals. Corey Taylor. And you get somebody who's great at the growl, and you're good to go. Dance Got to Dance is an amazing, amazing version of that. You cannot imagine the clean vocal guy trying to growl. He would sound like shit. But his clean vocal is absolutely perfect. Fantastic, unique, interesting, and... Uh, in my estimation, like one of the best vocals in the world today. Um, by a round of cheer, who has heard Gar Dance, Gavin Dance? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one guy goes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw them. I saw they were on the. I saw they were on the download bill, and I was thinking, bottles of piss are coming back this year. Uh, I, for those of you who haven't heard. Dance, Gavin, dance, right? They sound like something that God was, Godless would like. <laughs> okay, it's utter I, fucking my dog mind, shit. My mind is well blank at the moment, right? It has absolutely but, no musical value whatsoever. It's like a pop band have popped into the studio, and we're going to do some metal today, and uh, oh, I really hope this works. You go to it Spotify, does. Google Play, iTunes, whatever, wherever the number one yeah. song is, and I can't Don't remember spend any money. Right? You hit the play button, there is nothing, it is absolutely, it's one of those irrefutable songs. Irrefutable. <laughs> there is nobody, you can listen to that and go, yeah, no, that's no good. That's it's no good. Uh, you, it's, when you press play, dogs are running away. It's, it's, it's like Angel of Death. 
Right? I don't care who oh, you are. I don't care what you think. You do realize there's no barrier, don't you? You hear this. <laughs> you know, you, you just hear that. You go, fuck. That's that the sounded better than anything ever done. <laughs> so I mean, you know. I, I admire the commitment. I mean, they are toilets. Oh, um, I mean, like properly the kind of thing that you, probably the kind of thing that you listen to and go, is this what it's come to? Is this where we are? Is this where we are now? This, this is playing. You know what? What? What was Donington? Yeah, it, it just fucking. Thank God for bands that are good. That that say, you know what? I hear this, but I can do something. Awesome and different that nobody's heard before. You talk about Metallica sounding like their influences instead of sounding like an amalgamation. Dan, Dance Gavin Dance are one of the few bands today that are doing something completely different that totally fits that mold. Dance Gavin Dance are Metallica circa 1988 to 1992. He's right. What they've done is they've taken Metallica 1988, what 1988, 1982, and they've cleverly, cleverly blended it with a big bowl of shit. Uh, uh, um, uh, it's it's kind of like um, I uh, when you when you were talking now, I was actually I was thinking of their musical references, and it, to me, it sounds like it sounds like marketing. It's the sound of marketing. Are you it's the, yeah, no, it's the sound of somebody calculatedly going, if we take these, if we take this chord progression and we take these pop sensibilities and we blend it with just the right amount of guitar, we might be able to come up with something that will have cross-genre appeal. And and I, I think we could possibly I think we can sell some of this, definitely. We'll be able to play the pop festivals, we'll be able to play the rock festivals, we might even be able to play the metal festivals. And ultimately, I, to me, it sounds like music designed by a committee. Nope, nope, no. Well, that's me sleeping on the other side of the bed tonight. Which, all right, Corey Taylor, great. Mike Patton, great, but not really relevant. Neither of them really relevant. Uh, Mike Patton, one of the greatest vocalists in the world, but also one of the biggest wastes of talent because he's just spent so much time going. It's just like, really, Mike? Is this the guy that sang Sunday? You know, is this the guy that sang Edge of the World? Which is just, he's got this amazing, soulful voice, and he never wants to fucking use it. It's, it is an absolutely crying shame that, that he doesn't let those pipes loose more occasionally. Isn't that amazing how there's these great artists who just can't wrangle them the way you want them to? No, I think it's a waste of artistry. I think it's a waste of time. Well, yes, agreed, but wow, we agree. the, great, the greatness comes from that stubbornness. The greatness comes from... Look, there's no way that Mike Patton would have made Mr. Vogel, would have and, and done, you know, Three, four, what was it three amazing albums and one Met album from Mr. Bungle? Would it not done uh, freaking Angel Dust and and just said no, guys, this is how it's gonna be? And unless he was also the guy who's gonna be like, no, I ain't doing shit. I'm gonna squeal like a pig for ten years. Fair enough. <laughs> same here. I'm gonna squeal like a pig for ten years. Are we all thinking of the same movie right now? <laughs> 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 squeal like a pig. 
we're pretty bad. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, we, we are, we are. We're all pretty much of an age in here, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and without just talking about the like the growling and the high vocals, yeah. there's also there's also the uh, the Cookie Monster um, vocal style that um, that that you know I'm 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 not a fan. I gotta say, I'm, you know, I. What would be an example of that? What do you mean by Cookie Monster? Well, are you the only person in here who doesn't know what I mean? No, I mean, I mean, if you're talking about like, like, I mean, know, I mean, they're like. So, but that's not in general, or is it more specific than that? Randy Clyde. Oh, don't start. Don't get me started on Dave. Don't get me started on old Dave Blythe, eh? Good old Dave. Shit singer, shit song, shit singer, shit from a great interview. Brilliant photographer. Um, <laughs> sorry, got off topic. Um, okay, you? Are you? Actually, let's just go off topic for a minute. Okay. Are you? Um, uh, are you a life back? Uh, life back at it. Um, are you a Lamb of God fan? Yes, I like I like Lamb of God a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Right okay. Now, one of the best songs ever. <laughs> Everything and the last one, one of the best ever. And, 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 <laughs> see, see this table? One of the best tables ever. <laughs> the last album I thought was fantastic because it was just, you know, it was it was Randy's. Uh, Here, go. Oh no! No, it was Randy's. Uh, <laughs> hey, John's walking out. <laughs> Fuck this. Not enough. Yeah, fucking, fucking him and his, fucking him and his best ever. What's this? Best walkout ever. Another example of one of those bands that, like, you know, Randy was just going to tell you exactly what he went through and jail. I read the autobiography of his experience. In the, uh, Sorry, the I left out. Era. I left out. Was great photographer, great author, great interviewer. Shit for a man, shit for a What? Yeah. Just shit for a man, you said? Shit for a man? No, it's just <laughs> what you said. Shit front man. Front man. Oh, front man. <laughs> shit for a man. <laughs> Not tonight, darling. <laughs> <laughs> great band, great vocalist, one of my favorite ones. Absolutely. Really? Yep. I, I can't say. He, he knows his limitations. Sounds like a dog in a box. And he still tries to push it. You know? And he's extremely open about what he thinks his limitations are. I, well, well, I'm glad he is, because I can hear them. Yeah. And that's coming from me. Um, so, okay, are we, are we done? Yeah, okay, right, okay we're done. Right, okay. So, yeah, good night. Uh, no, um, <laughs> let, let's finish it. So when John comes back in, everyone's like, lights are on. It's like, oh, you missed that. Yeah. Um, so... Um, Finally, uh, any 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 contributions on the metal vocal? By the way, anybody got anything to chuck in about that? Yeah, who, who do you think is the best metal vocalist now? Oh, that's a good one. Nobody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer was the correct answer was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Fucking hell. Not inviting you lot again. <laughs> um, so, oh oh Pete. Yeah. Um, you're talking about. Um, Double acts doing yeah, one doing the clean, one doing the dirty vocals. Yeah. Um, what about Extreme Noise Terror? Far back as about '85, yeah. both doing dirty vocals, just different dirty. Yeah. yeah now you see, I can roll with that. That works. Yeah. No, I can. I can. I can roll with that. Early carcass. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, well, Napalm Death for me, Barney Greenwise, like Harmony Corruption is probably because I don't. I don't. I don't know. Nowadays, I mean, I'm 44 now, so I mean, I know what I like. You know, fucking acid rain back in the day and acid rain now. But DSI, what I'm saying about DSI, like, Do you want to play, I, mate? 
Deicide, you know, I remember buying that on cassette, and you know, because I grew up in Slayer and all as well. Like, but when I heard Deicide back in the day, I remember I was about fifteen. I was like, yes. And then on my fucking homework books, it was like inverted crosses, new rebel stars. <laughs> it blew me away. I mean, now I think Glenn Benton's a fucking dick. <laughs> I mean, back in the day when I was young, I thought, fucking hell, this is, yes, you know, because I was brought up Catholic, fucking hell. Yeah, you know, awesome. It was like, <laughs> nowadays, I just, I don't, there's no I, what, I, I have no idea, like, what, what could be, like, the modern equivalent for a teenager today? Uh, Coming from now, I don't even know what it could be, I right? Do, I, do, I, do, I just don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think, yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing, and there's nothing out there. Um, or the new dance got a dance album, that might do it. Well, I've never heard of Shut that. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, any more of this, you're sleeping in the garage. Um, yeah, it, it, I, thanks, by the way, and that's, that's a really good point. I mean, you know, you think, like, yeah, Deicide when you were 15, fucking hell, yeah, wow. Who said, would that not fuck? Yeah. But what, what is, what's doing that to 15-year-old kids now? I, I mean, nothing. That I, that I can think no, of. I mean, maybe, maybe no, I'm no, massively no. out of touch. No, no. But there's, there's nothing really. And because, let's face it, I think as a genre, um, we, we're we really in a dangerous time for metal because we are, um, and, 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 you know, we as metal fans are doing it because the public wants what the public gets. It is, we're in danger of backing our bands into corners. Everything being pro tool to fuck, everything being, you know, we we our ears are now educated to listen to drums that are on a grid, you know, and and every single beat is moved onto a grid to make it absolutely perfect. You know, you listen to you listen to the old metal stuff, and you know you will you will hear on old main main albums you'll hear fucking you know Bruce is slightly fat, sharp, slightly out of key. There'll be there's bits here and there. But that's that's called character, mm-hmm. you know. That's that's, that's what. But you can't get away with that anymore, yeah. because because everybody here is perfect all the time. So if you try and do something different, people just go, yeah, that actually sounds wrong. And you know, we 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 really are in danger now. But I, I, I don't know if anybody else is feeling this, but I do feel this way. You you know, you get a new album and you, and, and you listen to it, and you go, yeah, the production's great, but it does not sound like a few other albums I've got. That have got a similar production, and that's because you can order up those sounds yeah. and, and 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 put them on albums. And you know, yeah, the, for what is a live music form, we're relying we're relying too much on technology. Howard, it doesn't. Yeah. No, uh, no, you're wrong. <laughs> so one of the things that made that original DSI album great was technology was put into place so that his vocal sounded like nothing we'd heard before. And we abandoned that on Legion and every album since. But his vocal sounded like Evil Dead 2, and it was freaking awesome. Yeah, the technology was put into place to make it more awesome. No, yeah, that's not a relevant comparison, because you're talking about the vocals, we're talking about uh, the whole back. You know, Oblidia will die, right? But like, what I'm saying is that... <laughs> no, it's not a relevant comparison. You're talking about the vocals, you're talking about the whole band. I'm talking about utilizing technology to make things better. And that's always worked on everything. Depends what you define as better. If you mean if you mean better making things sound less live and more the same, then yeah. 
No, I'm, I'm saying that like if, if there wasn't a distortion pedal, there wouldn't be metal. If there wasn't uh, people who, who were able to watch YouTube videos and see how to do freaking blast beats, we wouldn't have amazing bands doing blast beats, which is everybody sounding like Dave Lombardo, which would be fine, mind you, but you know, he, he's kind of a shit drummer compared to like these automatons nowadays who can freaking do amazing stuff. So, so what I'm saying is that like, Yes, embrace the technology, and that's not what's stopping music from getting popular today. With, you know, a big complaint, oh, it gets popular, and everybody complains that, no, aren't they too mainstream, right? But whatever, what I'm saying is that the key to metal being successful and crossing over, and God, am I bored of this topic. <laughs> is that, is that the, the- It's not just you. <laughs> but like, is that we gotta play to the strengths, right? What sets metal apart is that it gives you extreme emotion when you listen to it, extreme energy. You can't get that. Can I get that from backpack rap? You can't get that from classical most of the time. You can't get that from all this other stuff. You can only get it from metal. There's plenty of people, especially teenagers, who are angry as fuck, and we gotta deliver it to them because we gotta say something that resonates with them. And if you're talking about freaking dragons, nobody born after 2003 gives a shit. Hang on, hang on. But you just said, we gotta, you know, what separates metal is people give it, you know, is, is that, you know, that passion and you can't get anywhere. Well, there, there is whole parts of metal where people are singing about dragons and that's the only place that people can get that. So, so by, your own, by your own logic, dragons are good. But nobody under the age of 40 is listening to anything about dragons. I totally disagree. Do you know what one of the most popular TV shows in the world is right now? It's a TV show, not music. Tits and Dragons. <laughs> and that's what, that's what people want with their music, Tits and Dragons. Anyway, um, Maz, you had a point. Yeah, just when you were talking about the standardization of music or the perfection of music coming out of machines and you know, being tuned, in a world where that becomes standard, then authenticity and the real live music stuff is what stands out. And so that's where you get your you know, label on the rest. Well, you bring up a very valid point, thank you. And, and I, I know you're gonna disagree with this and be wrong, so go for it. But, um, but um, again, embracing technology, um, there are far too many bands using Pro Tools Live. Um, and I still can't say who they are because we're recording happy to name them afterwards, um, one of whom, no, I can't say anymore. Um, but, uh, but the whole point is that you go to see a band live and you, you, you want that, the whole point is you want that night. You want that, that is your night. That is the night that you go and see. If it's exact, the fu exactly the same show the second night, that's a disappointment. For anybody who used to follow bands and go and see two or three nights on the tour, I remember being disappointed about uh, Anthrax and the whole Joey fucked up thing, where they used to swap instruments and play I Am The Man. And Joey seemed to fuck up in the same place every night. And I remember, I remember feeling a bit cheated. It's, 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 so, so, you know, to be fair, you know, it, it, it existed pre-technology, pre but the point I'm making is that there are bands playing live where there is only two members actually doing anything live. And the whole, that, it, it, to me, that is, that's not playing live, that is, you, you, you should be refunding fucking tickets. Yeah. If, if people fuck up, that's what people take home. It's like, oh, we went to see so-and-so, yeah, and you'll never guess what happened. 
It's like so and so fucked up in it, it was great, the band took the piss out of him. You know, that's what makes it memorable. Not going and listening to the album with four of them stood there and going, Oh, it was amazing, it sounded just like the album. Yeah. Don't go. <laughs> Don't go. And, down, and you go down that route and you're going to end up people selling virtual reality tickets and people sitting in their houses and just watching the gig because there's no point in going because you know what it's going to be like. It's going to be like the CD. So you may as well just sit at home and listen to it on your surround sound system, stick your virtual reality goggles on, boom! Job done. That's where we're heading. Cheers to Millie Vanelli, one of the most influential. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But no. Like, we, we've got no time. We've got no, we've got ten minutes left. Yeah. I don't, go on then. Go on then. Go on then. No, 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 you've got less sympathy. Go on. No, 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 no. Save it for Patreon subscribers. Like, there's anybody here who isn't. Are you sure? Seriously. Yeah, no, sure? no, no, I'm good. Okay. So our 29 predictions. 29? Oh, yeah. Tw- there's 29 predictions. Lock the door! Um, <laughs> <laughs> 2019 predictions of which I've done none. <laughs> apart, apart from Ozzy's gonna die. Um, never. No, I think I think I think never. Probably wishful thinking. Um, no, no. I mean, my, you know, obviously, fingers crossed. Charon first. Um, but, um, oh come on! Who's not thinking that? Come on! I, I, one, one thing I will say is, if Sharon dies this year, Ozzy's got another ten years. Uh, simple as that. Simple as that. Talented one and that couple. Yeah, so talented. Her dad gave her an entire career, um, and then she never spoke to him and didn't go to his funeral. What a cunt! Um, so, um, twenty nineteen predictions. Go sisters. Um, I love your first prediction. Go on. Yeah, acid rain for album of the year. Yay! 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 I, I knew there was a reason I invited him. It's because he's paying half the fee for this place. Um, uh, <laughs> what I think is going to be interesting this year is to see the economic. No, carry on. <laughs> The first acid rain 2019. Yeah. Of course it will. Fingers crossed. <laughs> that's the prediction. We're not going to go as far as But it will hopefully You can't, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's going to be interesting to see the uh, impact this year on uh, that uh, both America's isolationism and Brexit is going to have on the music industry in general, and then how that's going to impact touring and how that's going to impact the way that people, uh, that record labels try to promote their artists and whether it's going to be more sort of you know, provincial instead of what's been great over the last you know fifteen or so years. It's like oh, this band from Poland is amazing. This band from Japan is amazing. And we're turned on to so much stuff, and they're able to tour, and 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 they and their audience, you know, uh, audiences grow worldwide. And whether stuff like this is going to just leave architects in the UK, and and American bands will stay in the states, and we won't see as much spreading internationally as what we'd. Uh, have seen over the last 15 years. Sorry guys, I forgot to tell him not to mention Brexit. Uh, <laughs> we are so done with it. Uh, Next topic. Uh, um, yeah. Thanks though. Yeah, I think uh, uh, 
uh, yeah, Ghost and Avenger Seven Full will go on tour together this year, and that's awesome because that's if a bug goes off, yeah. uh, double results. Yeah. Um, uh, by a round of cheer, Ghost fans. Yes. with the marketing of Merciful Fate. You, you know, usually... It's just fucking horrendous. When you hear somebody... Oh, shit. This album's really good. This band's really good. You gotta check it out. And you listen to it and you go, yeah, no, but, you know, I guess, but no. Wait, Ghost is like, what? Yes. What? Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, you, you, first time you hear Ghost, having seen the pictures, you go, Oh, I, 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 this 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 MP three is corrupt. It's, it's something else. I'll download some more songs. Oh shit! This is for real. What the fuck's going on? Obviously, down with the Satan. I'm totally cool with it. I love the, the down whole, with the Satan. I love the whole the Satan, not any Satan. The Satan. I love the whole like thing with the the you know the costumes on stage and all the cosplay. Totally into it. Yeah. Cosplay all he wants. Ghost play. Yeah. But then, like, I just like someone trying to recreate the Rocky Horror soundtrack at gunpoint. Oh, it's not that good. Knob point, maybe. The only thing worse. The only thing worse is the Vince Uh Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, Ghost, Ghost is, you know, Pete, I, I'm starting to have a slight grudging fucking uh, aberration for the lead bastard. I don't even know his name. I'm not going to do him the credit of looking his name up. Um, where, you know, he, he's had a plan and, 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 you know, the guy's selling out, guy's selling out arenas, headlining festivals and everything else. And it is so calculated, you know, and he's, and he's been taken to court by his ex-bandmates, and they all lost. And they lost because they knew what they were getting into, you know, and, and they, they, you know, they got all fucking upset about it when they got, boot, when they got booted and changed because they didn't think he'd follow through on it ever. They thought once they were in, and now we've got an album under a belt, he's never going to do that. He's never going to boot us all out. Oh, shit, he haven't got a job. And then right, I, I a bunch of other people, they sound exactly the same. Yeah, and you know, it just, because he writes everything. Yeah, so, it just sort of yeah. just showed hey, you weren't for that much. You know, I mean, it's, I hate to say it, but that's how that goes. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it's it's amazing how shit one man's vision is. But it's worked. But it is. It's and the, but the thing is, it is it is kind of like you know, it's it's kind of like it brings us full circle to me saying like you know, solo projects are shit. Don't you need other people there to tell you what's right and what's wrong? He clearly doesn't. But ultimately, what's he got? A shit band. Um, uh, yeah, it's terrible. But, I mean, what the fuck does he care, right? He's selling out arenas, like he said. Yeah, yeah, well, great, but, but we all I, I, shit, I, so that's I would fair. like to see more people take that as an influence, you know? Like, more people putting together bands with, like, this singular vision and this singular idea and actually, but actually making good music. Now that would be influential, and that would be interesting to see how that works and how that, and I think this is a great genre for it. Well, um, my other prediction for 2019, I have you on record saying that in 2018 there would be a Skid Row reunion. Yep. Yeah, Sebastian Bach. Uh, I, uh, I, I tweeted Sebastian Bach slagging off Skid Row 
Did we put money uh, on that bed? Yeah, we, yeah, we put money on it, and How I've much? given you the opportunity to double down on it. How much did I bet? Uh, I think you bet your, uh, your, your house. Yeah. Um, or your, fir your first born, which you're just set to hand over tonight. Um, and, uh, don't worry, got a space in the boot. Um, so, um, and the shackles. Um, so, uh, and, there's, and a nice, uh, nice Swedish family who've uh, agreed to pay quite a lot for it. Um, so, um, so my prediction is that uh, there's going to be no Skid Row reunion. Now, you either need to pay up or double down. Well, what was the bet? I can't remember how much. First of all. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can't. It is a pretty solid I, I can't. Let's, let, let's, say totally was, let, let's say it was £10. I don't know. Right, but are you, are you, you I presume you're going to double down. Uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely, because I think it will happen. Not a chance. Absolutely. It to, me, to be fair. But I'm going to say... I, I'd have to extend it through 2020. But to be fair, I think we're possibly the only two people who are actually vicious about it. Yeah. Everyone else is just like, whatever. I don't care if they all die in fire, whatever. Have you put out an album since Slave of the Grind? Should we just move on? Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> um, any, any predictions from you guys for 2019? Tool album. Tool album. That's a brave prediction. There will be a Tool album. I don't think there will be. Apparently, 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 it's all recorded. It's just mixing now, um, and which is where we're at at the moment as well. We've got four songs. Are you really finished. excited for it and though? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You don't think it, it's Tool? It's just another. I, I, if, if it's another album of falling asleep on the job, yeah. I'm not to be. Oh, guaranteed. Like I mean, I still think the high water mark for me is uh, is is Anima, um, or however the fuck that's pronounced. Um, I know for some people it's 10,000 days and, 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 and stuff like that, which for me is like vicarious and falls asleep through the rest of the tour. That's all that album's going to be. An excuse to tour. I'll be there. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, but I can't wait to see you guys together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I just wish that they didn't need the excuse. They could just go, we're going on tour. Everybody gets excited. Go see them on tour. Now it's like, you, you know, they toured last year. But you go, they go on tour now and everybody gets even more excited because they got a new album. But everybody in the back of the mind is going, oh shit, but that means like half the set's going to be the new stuff. You know? No, I think, I know, I think people having waited 15 years for the new stuff, they'll be absolutely pumped about hearing the new stuff live. <laughs> like, you know, because they've heard fucking, you know, 60, 60, uh, you know, 64 and 2 and Hooker with a Penis and everything else. They've heard that a million times. They want to hear, they want to hear the new stuff. Oh, no, nobody wants to hear that. Um, but yeah, very good point. And apparently, he is at the mixing stage. And, um, Devin Townsend put a brilliant tweet recently that said um, that um, a mix is never finished, it's just abandoned. Yeah. I totally agree with that, absolutely. But Devin Townsend's new album, that's an album to get excited about. Yeah, he's worked out anything like band. everything he's ever done, isn't it? Really? his band, he's like, I'm going to do the album I want to do and whatever. Now that's an album worth getting excited about. I always, I always find with Devin Townsend that you, like, you hear the first song and you go, wow, that sounds amazing, that sounds epic, it sounds like a metal cathedral, that's incredible. And then like four songs later, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put something else on. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking hell, it's not epic anymore, really, is it? It's uh, just there's no texture, no texture. Any other Q&A's? No, we gotta got like uh, uh, wrap up, I think. He wants to go. He's gonna oh, shit himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I give a shout out? Can I give a quick shout out? Yeah. Dan from Gay. Don't ask me. Come yeah. on. Dan from Gay and Ange is here. It's an awesome podcast, you guys. Gotta check it out. It's so good. Much respect for coming, man. Oh, really? really? What's, uh, what's your podcast, sorry? Uh, it's a gay and a non-gay. A gay and a non-gay. It's a bit like this, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to this thing since like. A bit like this, though. <laughs> Come on. I've been listening to this since like episode one, and the thing is, it's 
Well, it's, it's much respect. Right? It's so good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Exploded. You've got a pretty poor choice of words there. You've got to tell me how you manage that. Um, and tell us what your secret is. So anyway, look, any last predictions for 2019? Brilliant. Okay. Um, now you did do your homework. Uh, four out of ten for the audience. Um, well, that, that, that show has lasted exactly a pint. Exactly, exactly a pint. Um, well, look, hopefully we'll do one of these again. Um, the, the reason we did this was God was going to see architects, and um, God knows someone has to. Um, and um, anybody else going to the show tomorrow night, by the way? Yeah. Cool. How many of you? How many? Cool. Two, three. Uh, uh, okay, fine. Are you the gay or the non-gay, sir? Uh, I'm the non-gay. You're the non-gay. Okay, right, okay. That's a bit of a shame. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's completely blown my whole audience perspective on architects. Um, but, um, but look, I, I, I think we need to thank this guy for coming all the way from Dublin. Draw value, baby. Draw value. For those of you who remember the podcast that we did just after he um, just after he had, uh, split with um, Bearded Ape. No, it was Ditched By. Yeah, Ditched By. Ditched By. <laughs> ditched By the fat bearded twat who's now a thin non-bearded guy. Yeah. You wouldn't recognise him if you walked past you in the street. Much respect to uh, Yeah, no, it's awesome. He's extended yeah. his life. Um, and, uh, <laughs> he has. He was going to die soon. Um, and, uh, well, he was, he was just a typical American. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> massively overweight, big beard, lights, gun, smokes. Uh, could be president. Um, uh, uh, he's too well educated for that. Um, but um, but yeah, I, 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 some of you would have heard the podcast where I was just saying to him, you, you should do a podcast. I know some of you might have you on occasionally. Um, and I'm, I still think he should do a podcast, you know, of his own, not leech off other people. Um, but, <laughs> Or just regularly come on talking bollocks a lot more. Well, do we think we should each yeah. do that? Yeah. 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 I do indeed. I get bored with the sound of my own voice. And it's, it's nice occasionally to hear somebody, you know, with a, with a whiny American accent and an incredibly poor taste in music to, 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 to join in. But seriously, let's give it up for Godless one more time. Yeah.